Hey y'all. So today is March 20th. It is Saturday and it is 10:59 a.m. So I want to take y'all on a trip to the laundromat. Mhm. And I'm not talking about the R. Kelly song either. So <laughs> this is a while back. I was um in my early mm, yeah, early 20s. And um, I was living with this guy named Terrence. And he was always in between jobs, per usual. And one time, uh, the spin cycle went out on the washing machine. And so we had to go to the laundromat. Well, he was inquiring about a job. And so they weren't hiring at the time. But they took, you know, they asked him his name and his phone number, asked him to write it down. And so he did. And it was this guy in the laundromat that took down his information. Now, this guy (laughs) was picture Freddy Krueger. And picture Freddy Krueger being a black gay man. (laughs) Okay. Um, this guy had his, he wasn't like burnt, his face wasn't like burned up, but it was like, he had really bad skin, like craters and bad acne. And yeah, he looked like he was disfigured, but you know, if from far back, it looked like he had been in a fire, but when you get up close to him and I'm not, you know, making fun of anybody, well, I am, but I'm not, um, anybody who's been in a fire is, is not funny, but I'm just trying to explain how he looked I mean he had he he looked like Freddy Krueger I mean to be honest so Freddy Krueger being a black gay man dick and he had all his he was creepy this was the creepiest fucker I've ever seen in my life think of the creepiest person that you've ever seen and multiply that to like the 10th power this was him he was like a conglomerate of many fictitious characters okay so Think of Ace Ventura and the Pet Detective. He had kind of his personality, but he had the swag of like a Teletubby. And the creepiness, his uh, level of creepiness was like, <laughs> um, like the character from the Lord of the Rings, my precious, you know, that character. Yeah. So that's, that's the best way I could describe him. He was a sight to behold. So he was taking on the information. And uh, I remember me and tears like gave each other the eye. Like, what the fuck? Like, who is he? Because he just, I don't know. Yeah. So fast forward a um, couple of months later, you know, Terrence is working. And who do I run into? I'm at the grocery store. And I run into creepy dude. Oh, his name was, his name was Jerry, I think. Oh, that's what I'm going to call him. I think his name was Jerry though, but Jerry's a good name for a creepy fucker. So yeah, I keep Jerry. Uh, so I run into Jerry at the grocery store. It's a couple months later, like I said, and he's like, I'm still going to get Terrence that job. And I'm like, oh, he's working. It's okay. So then, um, <laughs> fast forward <laughs> a couple of months later. I'm at the gas station. I see Jerry's creepy ass. 
I still gonna get Terrence that job. And I'm like, he, he's working. Thank you. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I mean, it's it's cool. You know, I mean, about four or five months have gone by <laughs> at this time. So <laughs> one day, um, I knew that Jerry, you know, by him working at the um, laundromat, and by me running into him, you know, locally at the gas station and the grocery store, I knew he lived close, but I didn't know how close <laughs> Jerry lived. So one day, uh, we're going to a family function and I think we're, we're going to a park. It's like a Labor Day, a 4th of July Memorial. I don't know. It was one of those holidays. We're packing up, going to the park and, um. Terrence's uncle is there, and he's, we're, we're packing stuff in his car, we got the mini, you know, barbecue um, grill and everything, we're packing stuff in, you know, different people's cars and stuff, and so we're on our way to the park, like I said, and <laughs> who comes walking past? Jerry, <laughs> and he stops, like on a dime, and, uh, oh, I forgot to, like, tell you this part, so you, you picture Freddy Krueger, as a black gay man, but picture him to be like 6'4 and about 150 pounds, okay? So <laughs> Jerry turns around like on a dime and he sees us and he stops and his head turns to the side. He pops his hand on his hip and he's just looking and he's like stuck in that position. I mean, it seemed like <laughs> forever. It was probably only like 60 seconds, but I mean, that's 60 seconds. Might as well. I just stared at him the whole time. I'm like, what the fuck? And it looked like his eye was on the side of his head. I mean, he looked like he had just <laughs> made, like, uh, like he discovered the wheel or something. I mean, he was just like in awe, like, oh my gosh. Like, I guess he like, ah, oh, got him. I don't know. I don't know. But he found out we lived there, okay? And that's when we found out, oh, he lives in this complex, apartment complex, you know? So... <laughs> Uh, his uncle had the reaction that me and Terrence had, and everybody that uh, saw Jerry had the same reaction. Who the fuck is that? I think he even might have said, what the fuck is that? I mean, because he was a sight to behold, and he was just fucking creepy. So um, we're like, <laughs> so I'm looking at him, and then I decide, like, well, let me wave or something, because he's not going to. So I wave, and he waves back. And then, you know, he prances on, you know, his merry way. And um, no shade, by the way, you know, no shade. So um, <laughs> maybe about a few days later, um, we get a knock on the door. And it's creepy as Jerry. And I'm looking at the peephole and I'm thinking to myself, do I fucking answer this door? And I'm like, ugh. So I'm like, ugh. Just like reluctantly I answer the door. And he's asking if Terrence is there. And I'm like, yeah. So um, I get Terrence. Terrence comes down. And they go outside <laughs> to talk, which is a little weird. I'm like, huh, okay. Didn't really think too much of it at that time, but thought it was a little weird. Uh, so then, next thing I know, 
uh, they're only outside for maybe about five minutes. And I ask him when he comes back, like, hey, what was what was that about? He's like, oh, <laughs> he's letting me know that they have an opening at the laundry. I'm like, are you kidding me? Jeez, <laughs> oh, Pete. So I'm like, OK. So then um, I noticed that Jerry is like calling Terrence. And one time Terrence gets off the phone with him and um, he tells he looks at me and he's like, he just told me he loved me and I'm like, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah. And he was like, I just think he's lonely and he needs some friends. And I said, well, you ain't going to be one of them. What the fuck? And I said, he loved you. Like, what the heck? I'm like, what's going on? So I'm like, I told him, I said, leave, leave that fool alone. You know? So, um, Terrence lost his job, you know? <laughs> as he as he often did and so he said well I think I'm gonna call Jerry um I think I'm gonna call Jerry and ask him about that job at the laundromat I'm like all right I didn't I didn't think it was a good idea I really didn't want him to have nothing to do with Jerry but you know he did so he got the job at the laundromat and Jerry we were having a barbecue at our house and I had my friends over. He had his friends over and he invites good old Jerry and everybody's reaction when Jerry came through. What the fuck? I mean, it was just, it was always that reaction. Um, my friend Amber was like elbowing me and she was just like, her mouth was open. Like what? Like he just was creepy. He just oozed creepiness, you know? And so, <laughs> I'm like, I'm just shrugging my shoulders like, I don't know why the fuck he's here. You know, Terrence has been hanging out with this guy and I don't understand it, but hey. So, um, Terrence gets drunk and he tells the same stupid stories about how he uh, is this was this tough guy back when he was younger, when he was a teenager and how he joined a gang and it's just you could just tell you know he wasn't a tough guy and it was always really embarrassing and he always told this story when he got drunk and I would always just get so embarrassed and try to just change the subject so I'm like oh gosh this dude is a reflection of me you know and I just didn't I didn't want to hear that story everybody's heard it at least 30 times they didn't want to hear it so uh <laughs> I'm like oh let me change the subject. Who wants to play Uno? <laughs> you know, who wants to play Uno? And I had like taboo and all this stuff. Like, let's, let's play games. You know, this is a good time right now. Cause I don't want to hear the story again, but, um, he wanted to tell this story. So I, um, I tried to grin and bear it and get through the story. And I was, um, also trying to, push the UNO agenda more so we could just like hurry it up, you know? And so Jerry, Jerry got pissed and he had something to say about it because he noticed, you know, my demeanor and he tells Terrence in front of me that he has somebody else for him. That's better. Mm-hmm. And I'm like looking and I am pissed and I'm just knowing that my man is going to defend my honor and tell this creepy fucking bastard to get the fuck out. Oh, no, 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 no. He didn't. 
So now I'm in, not only am I pissed off, um, the disrespect here I am, you, you're eating my food, you're in my home and you have the gall to, to, uh, tell my man in front of me that you can find him someone better. I'm like, okay. So I'm, like I said, I'm waiting for my man to defend my honor. Didn't happen. So I'm like, oh, my girls are here. I'm embarrassed. His friends are there. And they're like, Ugh. you know, so I defend my own honor. Get the fuck out, you know? And if you, you know, you don't like me, you don't like uh, what I'm saying. You, I'm, I'm trying to really save him from embarrassment myself too. But, you know, so I tell him to get the fuck out. And Terrence apologizes on my behalf and says, I'm so sorry. Like, you're sorry to him? This man just disrespected me in our home and you're sorry to him? Oh, bitch. Okay. <laughs> so now it's like, fuck this Uno. Fuck this barbecue. Uh, okay, y'all. Nice seeing you. Thank you for coming over. But now I have to cuss this bitch out. And um, I don't want to do it in front of y'all. So everybody, you know, they pretty much knew what time it was, but he's apologizing to him. And then I'm like, oh my gosh. So, um, Jerry, you know, Jerry leaves and <laughs> Terrence is like, you know, walking him to the door. Now, I, now he can see his way. You don't need to walk him to the door. He knows where the door is. I'm thinking this shit is creepy. Not only is Jerry fucking creepy with his disrespectful ass, but now Terrence is acting mighty suspect too. This, this ain't right. So I'm still kind of just, you know, taking mental notes at this point. But I'm thinking, because mm. who would, when you think of a person like this, you're like, who would befriend this, like, guy who's, he has serial killer written all over him. You know, he just, he just does. You know, there's some bodies in the basement somewhere. He, it's not someone that you would just befriend. You know what I mean? I'm not saying um, everybody deserves friends, but... I just, somebody who just oozes creepiness like that, I wouldn't want to be friend. I, I just wouldn't. So I'm I'm just questioning the motives at this point. And um, so the company leaves. I cuss his ass out with everything I have. Um, and let him know, like, how dare you take up for someone who disrespected me. So at that point, I'm like, you know, I'm kind of checking out like mentally like mm -mm, uh -uh. not I had to defend my like own honor like what I need you for you know and you're always in between jobs and I have to you know hold down the fort until you find something else because you're not smart enough to get a, another job you just quit knowing you know that I'm gonna have to keep things going anyway so it I, so it was just like mm. This dude, he has to go. So I'm like pissed off. So anyway, fast forward. Um, he's working at the laundromat. He's hanging out with Jerry. Not at my house. He's like getting up in the middle of the night. It was one time the phone rang. It's like 12 o'clock. And it's he's saying it's Jerry. And he's like, I'm going to go play Uno. And I'm like... And no, the fuck you not. Not at twelve o'clock. Like, in the, what the hell is going on? So he went out. He he did. He even though I, I said no, he left anyway. And I'm like, this shit is weird as 
fuck. I couldn't keep them two away from each other. The more I tried, he was like a defiant teenager. You know, when the parents don't like, the, you know, your, who you're dating. And, you know, the more the parents, like, complain, the closer that the two of them get. That's, what it, that's exactly what happened. It's like the more I talk shit, <laughs> the more it just, like, brought them together, okay? So, um, that was weird as fuck, getting up at um, 12 o'clock in the morning to go play Uno. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, two grown men are not playing Uno at 12 o'clock in the morning. They're just not. So, anyway, what ended up happening is Terrence was spending more and more time over there. And I, Jerry was married, (laughs) believe it or not, with um, a wife and four, four daughters. And... I guess the one that he thought was better when he said, I could find someone better for you. His daughter was the better choice. So I found out that Terrence was going over there, seeing a daughter. He was dating a daughter. The daughter ends up getting pregnant and it was just like this whole thing. It was like, it was like, um, one day his parents were over. And I came home from work. I worked from 3 to 11 p.m. This is how I found out about the girl being pregnant. Um, he was like, he, his whole, he had that, did like a 180 with his like attitude. Um, I, I felt in my soul. I was like, he's cheating. And whoever he's cheating with, he really likes this person because his whole attitude, it's like he was, his body was physically there, but his mind wasn't. And he was really cold towards me. And it, it, this had been going on for like a few weeks. And it was just like, I just knew, you know, it was like the end. The writing was on the wall, you know. And I was still holding on because I, I love Terrence. I, I did. And I was still like holding on for dear life, even though I knew, you know, I was like mentally checking out. I knew he, he had checked out um, pretty much completely. He was just really cold. And, um, his parents were over. I came home from work and Terrence looked like shit this day. I mean, he he was almost unrecognizable. I I had never seen him look like that in my life. He, um, oh, he had a stocking cap on. And that's another thing. Jerry always wore a stocking cap on his head. Like he had just like got done robbing somebody. It was just weird. So Terrence had the... (laughs) Had the stocking cap on. I'm thinking, this is reminiscent. Hmm, why does this look so familiar? Oh, Jerry, him and Jerry, they got this in common out. Now, Terrence had never <laughs> wore a stocking cap on his head, but he had a stocking cap on this day when I came in from work. And it was not, it was not the look for him. It was not very becoming of him whatsoever. And he looked like he had been crying. He just looked like shit. Just, just, I, that's the best way I can explain it. I'm thinking, what the hell? And his parents were over and, uh, his mom was acting really aggressive and really weirder than usual. I'll, I'll give a story about her later, but she was weirder than usual. Um, the three of them were drunk and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's like, (laughs) what you want to come home to when you've been working all day? It's three drunken bastards. And the mom is like chewing, chewing shrimp tails and telling me that all the nutrients are in shrimp tails. And 
it was just a weird fucking night. I'm like, uh, <laughs> and I'm trying to like stay up and talk to them because I don't want to be rude. And I'm finally like, you know, I'm going to go take a shower and I'll see y'all later. And I go upstairs, you know, I get in a shower and I come back downstairs to see if they had left or whatever. And, and they had, and I look at Terrence and he's just sobbing like <laughs> uncontrollably. And I'm like, what's wrong? And he like tries to talk and his lip is quivering and he, he's like talking, but I can't understand anything he's saying. And I'm like, what? And he's like trying to tell me and I'm just like, I said, so I started trying to guess. I'm like, did somebody die? Are you, are you hurt? Did you hurt someone? I'm like trying to guess. I'm like, you know, grasping for straws here because I can't understand what the hell he's saying. And um, he's like hyperventilating, crying like, <gasps> and I'm like, what the, f-? you know, and I only cry like that when someone close to me has died. So I'm like, well, if no one's dead, you know, your mom and dad were just here. Yeah, they were drunk. I was thinking something's going on. Somebody in their family is hurt. I said, is someone going to prison? I'm trying to just, and finally he kind of, you know, gets his composure and he said, someone's pregnant. And I said, someone like whom? Cause he was telling me about, uh, Jerry's, you know, daughters and this that, and the other. And, and I said, is it Jerry's daughter? And he shook his head up and down before I knew it. I didn't plan on, <laughs> I didn't plan on this before I knew it. I slapped the shit out of him. <laughs> Heart is, that was the hardest I had ever slapped somebody in my life. And he had like blood coming from his lip. And I'm like, oh shit. You know, I really didn't mean to do that. I, I didn't, <laughs> but I guess I meant it because it happened. But I really, usually when, you know, you hit somebody, you usually plan on it. I, it's just like I heard the news and just automatically slapped the fire out of them. So, um, we started arguing and um, he started getting really hostile towards me. And we almost like got into like a fist fight. Cause you know, I did hit on I understand you can't hit somebody and not expect to get hit back. Um, but I'm thinking, I understand him being mad about that. Me putting my hands on him. But then he was like trying to turn it around on me as to why he cheated and she got pregnant. And it's like, you couldn't ask for a better, uh, girlfriend. You know what I mean? Like I was really good to him, good to his family, the whole nine. So it was just like, nah, you're not about to put this on me. Um, and so <laughs> he began to say when I had told him, he, he, the thing he was putting on me was the reason why he cheated with Jerry's daughter. This was his, <laughs> this was his, like, uh, this was his, like, he was like copping out to this, that the reason why he cheated with Jerry's daughter is because I said that I didn't want Jerry over there anymore. And I said, you damn right. I don't want Jerry over here. He disrespected me in my own home. Hell no. And he was talking about going to move away, not with the daughter, but that he was going to move away with Jerry. He was going back down because Jerry was from down south. He was going back down south to go live with Jerry. And I'm like, what? And um, 
when I was telling him, like, you damn right, I don't want him in my house. Fucking creepy ass bastard. He said, fuck you. And I'm like, what? Fuck me. I mean, he said it was like, <laughs> with like every like fiber of his being. I mean, that was like heartfelt. It was from like the bowels of his soul. I had never, nobody ever said fuck you. I mean, he meant it. He meant fuck you. <laughs> okay. And so I'm like, I had this grown ass man saw me uncontrollably, uh, said that he cheated <laughs> with Jerry's daughter because I said I didn't want Jerry around because uh, he disrespected me in my own home, which was, I know all this is bullshit. That is not why you cheated with Jerry's daughter, but okay, we're going to say it is for, you know, his sake. It, he was full of shit. But anyway, he, and he's saying, fuck you. And I mean, it's just, <laughs> this, it was going left. So he ends up leaving and I'm assuming, you know, going over there with Jerry and his daughter and, uh, he left all his stuff there. So as time goes past, um, it's, he never really comes back to get his stuff. And then one day he calls me and how much time has gone past? It's, it's a good two weeks, two weeks have gone past. And I'm thinking like, this is really weird. He hasn't come to get any of his stuff. So I'm thinking, well, he's definitely made a home wherever he is. And he's got new, new stuff. Cause I mean, he didn't take a toothbrush, nothing. So, um, there was a part of me, cause I kept his stuff there, which, um, I had a history of throwing his stuff out before, uh, for way less than that. And I mean, I threw away everything, but the clothing on his back one time. And so the fact that I didn't pack up his sh or not even pack it up and take it to him, but the fact that I didn't throw his stuff away, I was like clinging on the hope that he'd come back. So it had been like two weeks and he calls one night and I remember I had just like, I was doing like a deep cleaning. I had just like mopped the kitchen floor and I was just cleaning. I was, um, just, you know, just kind of sad and coming to grips that, you know, we were done. And I, um, I was just kind of sad that day and I was just cleaning everything and, um, I always clean, but this was like a deep, thorough cleaning, you know? And so he calls and he tells me that he wants to come get some of his things. Can he? So I'm like, okay, you know, I don't have a problem with that. So I'm getting, um, his stuff ready, taking it downstairs. So when he comes, he doesn't have to go upstairs. He can just grab his shit and just go. So, um, the girl lives in the same apartment complex, so he doesn't have to drive far. So I knew he would be coming in a matter of minutes. So sure enough, he comes and he shows up and drunk per usual. And he wants to show me that he has new clothes and a watch. And he's like, really, what time is it? And he's really just showing off. And he's, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Classic fuckboy shit. You know, I don't give a damn. You got a new watch. And so he's like showing off his clothes to me and everything. And he might as well had like just turned around and did a spin. I mean, that basically, that's all he didn't do. He was kind of like, you know, 
you know, opening up his jacket and so I can see the inside. I'm like, oh, this, this is just pathetic. So I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to have a stoic face. My game face is on. I'm like, you know, I don't give a fuck. So he tells me I have to pee. Now I have two bathrooms, but they're both upstairs. I don't have one on the main, you know, on the main floor. So I'm thinking, I said, well, go, <laughs> go, uh, go pee at home. What do you, what do you mean? You could have peed before you left old girl's house. And so he said, how's this? I have, how's this to stay in? And I'm like, first of all, anyway, I'm not, <laughs> I don't know. Isn't it homes? Not houses, right? Homes, but you know, so he's, he's just, you know, being an asshole and he wants to try to push past me. He does push past me to go upstairs. And I'm thinking like, I'm bringing your stuff down. So I go upstairs to follow him. And we get into this scuffle upstairs. And I remember him pushing me. Now, I wasn't as big as I am now by far. But I still got weight on me. I'm like 170, 180 at this point. I still got weight. But I remember he pushed me, and it was for no reason, no reason at all. Um, I just came up behind him. I was just going to get him the rest of his stuff, and I didn't know what he was doing in my bedroom because you don't live here anymore. You haven't been here in two weeks. So he pushes the hell out of me, and I go, like, flying. <laughs> it was like I was trying to grab on the air. And I'm like, what the hell? So I push his punk ass back equally almost you know I tried to push him back as hard as he pushed me but of course I couldn't push him that hard and I remember him bumping into the dresser and things falling off the dresser and I'm like oh and um I told him like you got you need to go you need to get the fuck out whatever um stuff you didn't take you know oh well you had two weeks to get it you didn't get it and you come over here to put your hands on me no so we go, um, he, so we go downstairs and he's grabbing his stuff. And like I told you, I had, I just got done mopping the floor. It was still wet as a matter of fact. And that's the way that was in the kitchen. The kitchen had the back door, um, attached to it. So he wants to go in there and he says, I need to spit. And it's like, first of all, bitch, you were just, if you need to, you, first of all, you said you had to pee. You didn't. You just coming in my room, causing trouble. Then you get down in the kitchen and say you got to spit. If you had to spit, you most people do it in toilets. Most people with common sense do it. You know, they spit in the toilet, flush it, whatever. He says he has to spit. And he hawks up and he's about to spit. I said, you spit in this kitchen sink that I just fucking cleaned, first of all. And I didn't want him on my kitchen floor either. I said, I'm going to beat your ass. And I remember... Yeah, I remember saying it, and I remember meaning it. And he didn't spit in the kitchen sink. But what he did do is <laughs> he spit on the kitchen floor. And I immediately grabbed a knife. I grabbed a butcher knife from the kitchen drawer. And he runs out of the back door. It's in February. And I had a gown on, <laughs> my pajamas on, and all logic is like, 
thrown all logic is like thrown to the wind it's like fuck it i chase him with this damn butcher knife in february barefoot gown on and oh yeah he called me lip titty too <laughs> i forgot that part he was insulting me he spilled the floor and called me lip titty <laughs> And so I'm chasing this son of a bitch around the uh, complex barefoot in February. And we didn't have mild winters back then in my early 20s, okay? We had real Michigan winters. And he told me, stop chasing me for I go in your house, because I think the back door was open, for I go in your house and lock you out. And I'm thinking, he's just that sinister and fucked up to do something like that. So, um, I kept chasing him, <laughs> but I was thinking like, I hope he done. I see him going like towards my place and I got more and more desperate and I just like, I, oh, I, oh, I'm not going to incriminate myself, but <laughs> I grabbed that knife to use it. I didn't grab it to just chase him around with, you know what I mean? I didn't. It wasn't a scare tactic. So, um, needless to say, at that time, we just went our own uh, separate ways. And the shit that he had left, I packed it up. I threw it um, in a dumpster, an apartment dumpster. And I was done. I was done with him. We didn't have any contact. Um... We didn't, well, we didn't have any reason to have any contact, but I kept hearing little stuff. Um, for example, it was this guy <laughs> that sold, he was selling chinchillas and meat coats out of his trunk. I can't remember his name. And um, bootleg DVDs when that was like a thing. And again, <laughs> not going to incriminate myself. Actually, I don't know what that guy was selling. Anywho, <laughs> he knocks on the door one day and I don't know who he is. So I'm like reluctant to answer the door. Um, it was just a, a regular guy. Um, I didn't know what he had in his trunk at that time. But, you know, somebody's just knocking on the door and I answered a door like, you know, just like peek my head out. Like, may I help you? And he's like, is Terrence here? And I, you know, I figured it was somebody for Terrence. I'm like, no, Terrence doesn't live here anymore. And um, I said, he lives. I said, he, I said, you know, Jerry, you know where Jerry lives? He said, yeah, I know Jerry. He said, the, um, the gay dude that works <laughs> at the laundromat. And I said, yeah. He said, yeah. He said, I went up there. And he said, you mind if I talk to you for a moment? And I'm like, no. So I'm like. So I, you know, I put my shoes on. I come outside because I don't want to let him in. I don't, you know, I don't know him. And so he told me that um, he had been over here before and with somebody else that knows Terrence. His, he has, like, Terrence is like a mutual friend. Terrence and him, sorry, have a mutual friend in common. And so he came over here before. One of the times I was at work because, you know, that, that's, what, that's what he did. So I um, always had company. And I was partying and stuff. So, um, he told me that he had heard about me <laughs> being crazy and always beating up Terrence and stuff like that. I'm like, eh, not always. <laughs> and, uh, we had like a good laugh about it. And, um, 
he was like, yeah, he was like, well, I just want to uh, tell you something. And he said, I hope I'm not out of line. He said, but I feel like you deserve to know the truth. And I'm like, what? Okay, so I'm all ears. And I'm like, what is he about to tell me? I said, I know. Uh, he got Jerry's daughter pregnant. And he said, I don't know nothing about that. And I'm like, oh, okay. He said, but I know he hangs with Jerry. He said, I've been up to the... He said, I've been up to the laundromat and the laundromat too was a place where people just pretty much hung out. Like after the laundromat was closed, people would hang out there and drink and just congregate. It was stupid. I don't know why the hell these people had homes, but, um, I don't know why they chose to hang up there and drink at a place of business, but they did They're fucking low lives. But anyway, um, Anyway, to make a long story short, he basically started to tell me that Jerry brought Terrence to hold in the wardrobe. And he said, no man buys another man clothes. And I said, you know what? That's funny because uh, I know that the laundromat was paying minimum wage. And I said, I noticed when he left, he didn't take anything with him. And I was wondering, like, he must, you know, have all new things because he's not, he wasn't trying to come over and get anything until he had been gone for like two weeks. But yeah, he tells, he began to tell me that Jerry brought Terrence a whole new wardrobe. Um, he had been staying over there with Terrence and somebody walked in on him and Terrence having sex. And I'm like, what? He, his friend, as a matter of fact, the mutual friend walked in. I don't know all of why he was in the house or why he was walking through that man's house and how he caught it. I don't know where Jerry's wife was, where the daughters were. And some of the daughters lived there. Or I know one daughter, well, I don't know, I, just from hearsay, but one of the daughters lived there with her husband and kids. Yeah, <laughs> it was a three-bedroom apartment, but they were packed in there like sardines. So um, I was just like, baffled and I'm like what and he said you didn't know Terrence was gay and I'm like no and he was like you had no inkling okay hindsight is 2020 and I started to put everything together and I'm like hmm and you know things started making sense you know and I'm like well yeah I won't put it past them but I was just still shocked like I just you know I couldn't believe it but in a way I could and you know I don't know if it's true or not but I, I believe it and he just started uh telling me that he and Jerry uh <laughs> no longer work at the laundromat that they get caught it's a tape because at the laundromat the owner can see everything from her house she has cameras and she can see everything that's going on at the laundromat from her house so why these people are still were still employed there from drinking after hours i don't know but um allegedly the owner had a camera where she could see everything from her home and the lady she was like arabic and she was married to a black man <laughs> now this black man is a nigga okay and i mean that <laughs> in the nicest way it's the reason why i said that okay because she from what i understand 
didn't go around showing the tape, but her husband did. I said, oh my gosh, the messiness. So yeah, so uh, Terrence was caught on tape having uh, sex with old Jerry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the dad of his uh, soon-to-be, I mean, yeah, his um, soon-to-be child's grandfather, he's having sex with this guy on camera. And from what I understand, several employees saw the tape, and Jerry and Terrence were too embarrassed to come back and pick up their final check. They were too embarrassed to face everyone. And I said, where's this tape? You know, I said, I, I want to see. Like, you know, hearing it is one thing, but seeing it is something else. And I kind of, I don't think I really wanted to see it, but I wanted to see it. You know what I mean? I wanted the receipts, if you will. And he said, well, I don't know, you know, how to get that tape. But he said, um... If you want to come up to the, if you want to, this guy was messy as hell and I liked it. If you want to come up to the laundromat now, we can go up there now. And I was like, hell yeah, I want to see this tape. So we go up to the laundromat and um, the lady's there though, the the owner. And I'm like, ah, I want to ask her. So, um, but I do. <laughs> so I do I, I grow balls and I really didn't want to ask her but she knew me too I mean not knew me but she was introduced to me a few times she knew that I was Terrence's girlfriend we had several conversations so I even though I didn't know her like that I was desperate to see this tape and I thought maybe you know her husband's messy maybe she you know maybe she's messy too but uh, so I decided to grow some balls and it was kind of like the most awkward, weirdest, kind of hardest things I ever had to do. Um, I don't like to, it, it's, it's hard to ask people for stuff like this, but I did, I, I wanted to see it. So I asked her and uh, she, you know, she told me she didn't know of any tape, you know, so I'm like, okay, fair enough. So, oh, excuse me. I don't know. If he was really on camera, uh, but that was the word around town and for both of them to quit abruptly and not want to get their last check, I would say something fishy was going on about that. You know, there was something there. Um, and for, and then I started thinking about when he wanted to, go down south with him he never mentioned the daughter but he wanted the well at that time um well yeah the daughter was in question i was gonna say the daughter yeah she was in question because that's why he said he cheated on me um yeah he didn't mention the daughter at all but he just wanted to go down south with this guy and he's going over there to play uno at uh 12 o'clock and I, just a lot of things just for like and then for him to befriend him in the first place was just weird so i kind of you know i kind of believed it so um yeah, that's my, let me see, anything else? Um, okay, yes, yeah, she didn't have any uh, tape, so I couldn't see it. But, yeah, that's my laundromat story. It, it, it went down at the laundromat, allegedly. I, um, I believe it. I believe it. 
Um, yeah, I got more, I got more Terrence stories. <laughs> I got a, I got a lot of Terrence stories. So, um, I would definitely share. All right. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. Bye.